only in Jeff Styles America. Hello, folks, and welcome to Storyville here at fredpodcast.com or wherever you go to find your high-quality podcast that you enjoy, whatever platform, Anchor FM, wherever. It makes no difference to me, El Jefe, Nuga's own Jeff Styles, spelled with a Y. Thank you very much. This is going to be the last in the Storyville's completely and utterly dedicated to the trip out west that I took with three friends back in 1980. And this is going to be a little different than the ones I've done in the last few weeks. This is the 40th anniversary of that trip uh, that we took. It started on June 9th, 1980. And, um, oh, it was just a wonderful, wonderful time. And I've enjoyed this tremendously. I've had a chance to talk to my friends, their surviving friends from that trip, a couple of times. And I've gone back and re-listened to the podcasts. And I've enjoyed them. I hope you guys have enjoyed them as well. But the last one I've been kind of promoting, I have told this story in the past, and I told it to such degree, and I think well enough, to where I can't match the original telling of it. And I just told it as a story. But this one actually coincides with the real time in which we're recording today's podcast, which is the week of 4th of July. The week of 4th of July and the actual 4th of July, 1980, we spent in Mexico, me and my three friends, and we picked up a little roadside item while we were in Mexico. Where else are you going to celebrate the 4th of July? Independence Day for the United States of America is, of course, south of the border in Mexico, who do not recognize it at all. Uh, so that's what we're going to do today. And we're going to go back. I think this was recorded, oh gosh, August of 2018 originally. But I'm just going to let the original storytelling go. I do have to just jump in here at the very beginning, though, and welcome everybody. Once again, fredpodcast.com. That's the original launching website for both Rockyology, the hour-long music show that we do, and Storyville. And uh, we, we love the fact that you go there and you listen to these things. This is going to be a short one. I need to just make one quick correction here. Storyville is brought to you by McMahon Law Firm, my friends Jay Kinnamer and Brent Burke, the Insiders, McMahon Law Firm, 265-1100, area code 423, thank you very much, and they are on your side and in your corner if you have any legal battle coming up, especially the kind involving the insurance industry. That's why they're the insiders. They spent their time in the belly of the beast of the insurance industry and know all the tricks of the trade. Also, though, my longtime friend and landlady for many, 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 many years now, well over a decade, Robin Ring. Robin spelled with a Y, just like Jeff Styles with a Y. Robin Ring, her brand new thing is RC2 Realty Solutions. RC2 Realty Solutions. Now, you're going to hear a live commercial that I did back in 2018 for Robin when she had a different business. Now, she's been in property management, and she has been in leasing, and she's been in rentals and all of this stuff. But right now, what she specializes in is taking distressed properties off of your hands, taking them from crappy to happy 
taking them from distressed to not stressed at all off of your hands and fixing them up and putting them in somebody else's hands so you don't worry about them anymore. And the other person is very happy to get them. Now, her number is 423-242-8036, 242-8036. Now, that is literally her cell phone number. You'll hear my friend Jen Pimp Jen here at the radio station where I work, you'll hear her occasionally use the office line. Use that one as well. But I'm giving you Robin's cell phone number, 242-8036. Use it, abuse it. Just tell Robin I sent you. So when you hear that little commercial for her in the middle of this thing, just know that this is the real information. Also, thanks to RMJ USA, RMJ USA. Go to their rmjusa.com website. Check out all the incredible tactical tools and weapons that they make right here in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and to Tim Kelly and Kelly Subaru, kellysubaru.com, and all the good folks down there at Kelly Subaru selling the finest vehicles made for any roadway, off-road, other roads, byways, highways, anyways, just going down to Kelly Subaru, Riverfront and MLK here in Chattanooga or kellysubaru.com. Those are the sponsors of Storyville and of Rockyology here at fredpodcast.com. Having said that, I'm going to get out of the way and let me from two years ago take over and retell the story. It is the most requested story out of my entire archive of stories of my life. It is the story of the Black Velvet Jesus. Only in Jeff Styles, America. Back in 1980, me and three friends decided to go on a trip across America. We started in the little hometown of Bowden, Georgia, all of us. I had been raised in Ohio, but I, my family was from this area. It's Mayberry. It's 1,300 people or so. And uh, this was two years after I graduated high school. It was 1980. And we took off, and our first stop was somewhere overlooking Nashville. So we'd come through Chattanooga. I'd never seen Chattanooga as far as I know. Um, overlooking Nashville. Then we went to Missouri. Then we went up through the Rockies. Then we went up the going up to the Sun Road, up through the Canadian Rockies, through Glacier Park, Montana, all out through British Columbia, down the West Coast, shot all over all the great parks out West. We made our way at the 4th of July. It was kind of our mind that we were going to go to the Willie Nelson picnic, which he usually did on 4th of July. But we decided to blow that off because we were all very cheap and had very little money. Uh, gas wasn't terribly expensive then, but we did not sleep in a bed that entire summer. We were gone the whole summer of 1980. It was the hottest summer on record up until that point. By the time we got to this particular state I'm about to talk about, roads were literally blowing up. Little pockets of air under the asphalt and the concrete would expand so much it would be like a stick of dynamite blowing up. And it's, I don't care if they say it's a dry heat, 114, 120 degrees, that's just hot. It doesn't matter how dry it is. There's, you know, people can have dry skin, dry scalp, vaginal dryness, whatever kind of dryness they want to have, but it's too damn hot to be out there, so we would drive at night. The state I'm talking about, of course, is Texas. I took a trip through Texas one night through Amarillo, Armadillo, Pato Brillo, San Antonio, One Star Lone, El Paso, El Loco, Presidio, El Campo, Del Rio, Brownsville, Mule Shoe, all right, Freeport, Fort 
Port Snort, Miami, Paris, Canadian, Texas, all real names, Cactus, Matador, Border Whore, Beaumont, Fremont, Mondo, Del Tonto, all in all, I think we drove over 12,460 miles that one night, and the story is about where I was during that night. There's four of us. We've been all over the continent. It's the hottest summer on record. We're in an Oldsmobile, I think it was a Delta 88, and we had this old camper, an Apache camper behind us that we'd ripped all the fabric out of and just turned it into a trailer. And I had been in the car with these guys forever, and we were stanking. I mean, we were stanking bad. And just as the sun was beginning to go down, and we decided to drive at night and sleep during the day in the shade, I'm looking at my buddy, and he's taking his little pocket knife, and he's just shaving his arm and shaving grime off of it. Grime and dirt and sweat is curling up like a ho-ho, a, a like a, like a ding-dong, like some sort of you know hostess Swiss roll on his skin. And I'm going, good Lord, let me out of this car. I can't stand it anymore. And I had this brilliant idea to get in the back, to get in the camper slash trailer. And I stopped them and we were on some middle of the nowhere road, some two lane blacktop in nowhere, Texas, flat as a flitter. And I got back there and I worked on it and I pushed everything aside and I got all our camp, our sleeping bags set up and I made myself a little cot. And I was, man, what a great idea this was going to be, right? I was going to be able to stretch out. I'm 6'3". I'm 6'3". And I, did, I was tired of cramping. And it didn't smell anywhere near as bad back there with all our camping gear as my buddies did, okay? It was the day after the 4th of July. We actually spent the 4th of July in Mexico. And one of the things that was purchased by one of my friends came into play that night. But the very first thing that happened was this. They latched the trailer down. I've got my head on a pillow. I'm sitting on three or four sleeping bags. I am feeling good about life. I am going to sleep. They're going to drive. My friend who is an 18-wheeler, tractor-trailer driver, cross-country, he has stamina like nobody's business, is behind the wheel, and he starts up the car, and I immediately smell carbon monoxide. And I don't smell it a little bit. I smell it like, oh my God, I'm in a garage and the doors are closed and I'm trying to commit suicide on purpose like those poor schmoes in Christine, all right? And I'm going, well, this is bad. And I start banging, 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 but we're moving now. We're moving down the Texas blacktop road and the wind is blowing and they can't hear me for diddly. And I'm screaming and I'm banging and I realize I'm gonna die. And the second thing that struck me was no shocks, no shock absorbers at all on the camper trailer. Nobody was supposed to be in it at any given point while it was moving. So I'm now being bounced around breathing carbon monoxide. So I crack open through just sheer adrenaline and force a tiny little crack at the very back where we had some chicken wire or something sort of holding it down because of all the reparations we made on it. And I stuck my lips out the back. It looked like the Rolling Stone logo. And I was just sucking, sucking, sucking. Of course, the trailer's not sending out carbon monoxide. It's all coming into the trailer and going out the top. So I've got some clean air. Now, I've done this for several dozens of miles now, all right? And now, Things are beginning to bounce around because of the lack of suspension, the lack of the shock absorbers. And 
First thing that hits me in the head, boom, a Coleman lander, boom, a Coleman stove. Neither of these things are soft or things you want hitting your head at any given point. At one point, something hit me. I couldn't tell what it was. I'm in the dark. And it goes, now it's nighttime, Texas nighttime. This guy's going to drive forever. And, and, and there's no reason to stop. And something hit me right above my eye, hit me in my temple, it hit me in my solar plexus, it hit me in my crotch, and it hit me in my knee at the same time. And it was pointed. It was an Elkhorn, a big Elkhorn that I had found in the Rockies and stuck back there and it almost killed me we just were just continuing to go and go and go and go across texas and there was no hope for me until i saw it that's when i saw it we'll be back in just one second a big hug podcast broadcast radio a spiritual hug goes out to my friend Robin Ring at Choo Choo Realty. Robin Ring got a brand new thing. She's been doing realty in this town, in this region, the tri-state area for uh, well over two decades. And she is the bomb. She's the shizzle. She's not only a beautiful lady, she's a beautiful soul. She's taking care of me. She's been my landlady for over a decade now. And Choo Choo Realty, ChooChooRealty.com is where you find her on the website. She can find you a home. She can find you land to build a home. She can help you build a home. She can help you sell a home. If you want to learn how to flip homes, she will teach you the business. To her, it's more the merrier as long as people are honorable and do it right. So she wants to help people do it right. She makes metal buildings that you can live in, not store stuff in, live in. She can rent manufacturing space. Uh, she can rent uh, storage space. She can rent warehouse space. She can do anything. Robin Ring, ChooChooRealty.com. Tell her I sent you. Now back to the Texas Death Ride. The South Texas Death Ride. I have been beaten. I have been choked. I am becoming completely out of my mind. My imagination is now uh, seeing some, some huge big tractor trailer. You know, they got two or three that they rig up together out there. Just plowing into the little Apache camper trailer that I have now made my coffin, my rolling coffin. And just pushing me into an accordion fashion. And they'd all live because they're in a Delta 88, but I would be dead. And I, and I picture my friend going to sleep for just a second, going off the road. And then the little Apache just flipping, flipping, flipping through the desert. The night air, uh, picking up Gila monsters and rattlesnakes as it goes. Flipping 27 times until I'm nothing but jelly. This is what my imagination is showing me. And then a street light went by. And it gets back to religion. I said, I'm a liberal Christian. I was a not so liberal Christian as a young man. I was, a, I was a youth deacon. I was a youth usher. I was extremely devout. I didn't start partying and getting crazy until I was 19 years old. And even that included a you know, handful of college years. I, I was a good kid. And all of a sudden, this streetlight goes by and a shaft of light goes across the item that my friend who was driving the car purchased in Mexico on the 4th of July, and it was a black velvet Jesus portrait. When we've been there 10,000 years, bright shining... I don't know how, I, I don't even know if you can call it a painting, because what do you paint with when it's black velvet? I have absolutely no idea how they do it. Um, I still regret to this day that I did not purchase myself the other one that was right next to it that had a, you know, Elvis shaking hands with St. Peter at the pearly gates with his guitar slung over his back, and it was Vegas Elvis. If it had been black leather Elvis, I would have popped for it for sure. But seeing that face of Jesus and that black velvet Jesus go by, 
Suddenly I had something to focus my attention on. And people, if you think I'm joking, if you think I'm being facetious, if you think I'm, I'm kidding around at all, I am not. That became the most important religious icon I could possibly imagine. Folks right here are, are used to seeing huge crosses. We're very, very you know, keen on putting up big crosses, uh, the best of which and beautiful and special places up at the University of the South in Suwannee. It just beams out over the valley. People just travel there. They have their ashes scattered there. Nothing could be as important to me. The Sistine Chapel would be nothing. Ah, Sistine Chapel. Let me get back to my black velvet Jesus. And I was praying with all of my might all of my might to black velvet Jesus. And I didn't go like, you know, Ricky Booby and Talladega Nights and talk about baby G. I was just talking to Jesus. And there's a picture of it on the website, jeffstylesamerica.com. And he is in prayer and there's a big full moon up there and all of its black velvet glory. And he got me through that night. Every time a shaft of light came by, I repositioned myself from having my lips took out the back to trying to knock off elk antlers and, and Coleman stuff off my head. And, and I, was, I was now covered with every hot blanket and thing that you could possibly imagine you'd have on a camping trip. And I would look at that face of Christ and I would pray again, please get me out of this. At some point, we stopped. I don't know what it was. A four-way stop, if it was a red light out in the middle of nowhere, but we stopped and I got on my back and I took my very strong young 19-year-old legs and I beat the top of the roof of that little trailer so hard that they could finally hear me and hear the vibrations. They opened up the trailer, I popped out, they described me as a madman, completely crazed, wild-eyed, running in circles, speaking in tongues, could not control myself, vibrating just, just like nobody's business. I had been traumatized for hours and hours and hours. And one of my friends actually said, I think you're joking. I just think you just want to keep it to yourself. I said, get in! Go ahead, get in! Jump in there! See what you think about it! Go ahead, get in! Let him! Don't do me no done favor! I don't know karate, but I know karate! This is the same guy that came back from a, a hiking trip during the day when we were up in the mountains. He left with a walking staff. He came back with a stick about the size of a number two lead pencil that he had worn out going up and down the rock screes and the mountain sides. And he came back. It was 1130 at night. We were about to go to the Rangers. And he kept that stick until one day I was sitting in his little car with him. He had a little convertible MG. And I just looked at that stick and it was laying there. I took it and threw it out the window. Oh my God. Brakes come on. We got to go out and find the safe. That was the stick that got him through. So icons and things that you don't think would mean anything to you or should mean anything to anybody else can sometimes have great significance. Great significance. And your religious beliefs will change. You might, you know, go to a sweat lodge one day. You might go to a synagogue. You might go to a mosque. At our friend's funeral the other day, the pastor said, I don't know if there are boats and bars in heaven. I hope so. I'm sure that shocked some people, but your idea of heaven and mind are probably different. Everybody's is different. I don't see harps. You know, I, you know, we don't become angels, but your views will change and don't belittle other people's views or try to tell somebody that their views are far-fetched because you don't know. One final break.
Midnight Austin, Texas, wherever you are. Now, during the first podcast, I did not get this in here. Uh, every single one of these podcasts, only in Jeff Styles America. And by the way, that little chorus that you hear, that one-man chorus and very off-key, is an old friend of mine who actually just came in one day to the radio station and said, Only in Jeff Styles America. Only in Jeff Styles America. Just like he does there, because I seem to have things happen to me that don't happen to anybody else. It's me and Forrest Gump. So every one of these podcasts is going to have a story attached to something going on, and that was the Pope's the Catholic Church's changing of their minds about death penalty and and really saying strong words about uh, child abuse. But the thought of the day, I had a thought of the day on the second one, but I didn't have the music prepared. The thought of the day today, minds that never change can never change anything. A direct quote from Winston Churchill. If you have not seen the movie yet, Darkest Hour, with Gary Oldman as Winston Churchill, trust me, it is a tour de force. It is based on fact. A lot of great quotes in there, but none better than that one. Minds that never change can never change anything. Keep that in mind until next time. Something to chew on. Thank you again to all of the supporters that have come out and many more since the second podcast. I don't know what the numbers are because that's analytics. The word analytics fills me with fear. I need Black Velvet Jesus here to get me through looking at an analytics page, but I know that we've had thousands and thousands, well over 10,000 hits, listens. This thing is happening and that's good for me because this is gonna be my new gig because my old company apparently ain't gonna hire me back and I've still got a long way to go before we get this thing settled. But thank you very much to Aretha Frankenstein's and Aretha Frankenstein's Pancake Mix, Choo Choo Realty, and all of those people out there who have just believed in me or even if they didn't believe me, still wanted me to stick around and be able to tell stories so they could enjoy what happens to me so it doesn't have to happen to them. Thank you very much and tune in next time. JeffStylesAmerica.com, only in Jeff Styles America.